Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Devin Bouchard in the high slot. Nugent Hopkins waiting top of the left circle. Fires and scores. This game is tied. And that's that heavy wrist shot Nugent Hopkins can uncork at any time. He's got his first of the year after picking up his 400th career assist in the first period. He's tied the game here in the second period. Brown back to the point, picked off by Hoaglander. Lead pass right-hand side, Lafferty to the net, shoots and scores. 4-3 Vancouver. And Skinner is down. Did he get a skate? He did. The skate of Lafferty on his left side came up and caught Skinner near the right hip. Now, he would go on to be okay. The Oilers, however, would go on to lose that game 4-3. Sam Lafferty with the game-winning goal driving around Matthias Ekholm, who will be making his homecoming tomorrow night on 6.30. Ched, that one, a 6 p.m. puck drop from Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Oilers looking to get on track. Rumor has it the road isn't a bad place to do that. And hey, uh, the minor league team did exactly that on Friday nights. Let's get a look at the farm report with Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk for Wave Bathroom Renovations. Professional bathroom renovations built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know that your bathroom will turn out great. Colin, you're on with Brendan here tonight. How's it going? Doing very well, Brian. How about yourself? Excellent. Thank you. So you dropped the puck on uh, what I guess is the third season with you as a head coach, uh, technically taken over halfway through a couple of years ago uh, for the Bakersfield Condors. And you're out on the road in Coachella Valley and pick up a 3-2 win. Tell me how it went. Yeah, it was quite uh, quite an event with, um, you know, sold out crowd there in Coachella Valley. Um, you know, they're obviously there. It was their, their banner ceremony uh, of the uh, conference champions uh, losing in game seven really in overtime. So it was quite the uh, it was quite the atmosphere. Uh, it was as co- close to a playoff game as you're going to get in a regular season. And um, we, we felt like we handled them real well. We were, I believe, it was a, about 14 minutes left in the game. We we're out shooting them 21 to 20. Uh, up to nothing, and, uh, and then they they made their push. So um, you know, but we we did what we could to weather, and we had a timely goal, uh, you know, late in the third uh, to seal the victory. Noel Hoffenmeyer is a new addition to the organization. He started the game uh, sort of with the the penalty side of things. Seventeen penalties. He he dropped the gloves with uh, who was it? Uh, I had it written down, Melanson. And then uh, he goes on to score at that critical time that you mentioned. Colin, uh, what's it been like uh, with Hoffenmeyer on the team? And just tell me about that big game. You know, Hoff has just been such a true professional as far as whatever we've asked of him. You know, he's been just a fine young gentleman. Uh, you know, as far as, you know, the the fight goes, um, you know, um, Melanson has been more someone more that, uh, you know, polices the game, so to speak. And um, there was a little bit of a borderline hit on Carter Savoy. And, um, uh, 
you know, Hoff was right there and he just, you know, he just kind of looked at him. It wasn't like he went looking for it. And so one, like you said, he was there to, 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 to back up and to stick up for his teammates. Uh, you know, two, he blocked various shots. Uh, you know, his tooth was, his, his tooth was hanging on for dear life. <laughs> and uh, not only that, he goes in and scores the game winner. So, you know, you, as coaches, right? Like we were players generally and you, you cheer, you cheer and you, you want people that are being great young men and, and are working hard and doing all the right things. You, the truth is, is you cheer for them. You, you really do. You want them to do well and you got to, you know, they, they got to take the eye test. They got to perform on the ice, but you, want him to do well and when you see him fan up for his teammate blocking shots and putting a one-timer in the back of that beating you know a, a former NHL goaltender clean uh, you know it's, it's pretty pretty cool to see him and uh, lastly I'll mention he was given the player of the game from our captain Brad Malone so pretty special night yeah, first star of the game when I was looking online earlier today chatting with uh, Condor's head coach Colin Chalk for our friends at Wave Bathroom Renovations um, expecting big things I think a lot of us are really from the likes of uh, Raph Lavoie, Xavier Borgo, certainly, and Savoy is another name that uh, I've got my eyes close on anyway. And uh, I'm sure you could go down the list here. So as you're looking at things coming together, Colin, uh, what, are, what are you noticing? What are some highlights uh, from the group as, as you assemble for your first game and now get ready for another one? Well, I, I, you know, like you know, like you mentioned, there was, um, you know, you're always looking for, for uh, you know, individual performances. Uh, you know, Raf, uh, uh, you know, drilled the net a handful of times and looked like looked like uh, men versus boys periodically, right? And, and it's interesting to to to, re- to remember, you know, two and three years ago, right? He he really really struggled in this league and and he had a really difficult time. So it's good to see uh, players like him uh, starting to turn the corner and starting to you know not be knock on the door and uh you know it's exciting for that you you see more of a uh you know a, a veteran player and uh lane peterson scoring a goal and you know seth griffith kind of contributing to uh you know the game winner there with with new addition um uh, gleason so you know there, there's all these pieces that's one game right and um you know we're glad we're definitely glad that we were on the winning end of it and, and thankful for it but we also know that uh, they're they're a darn good team over there, and then the sold out crowd, uh, with their banner coming down. We knew they weren't going to lay down easy. Uh, so you know we're, we're we're happy with the effort, and we talk about it and some things that we can learn from, some moments that we celebrate, and uh, we're trying to move forward here Saturday night. Did uh, Max Warner get in the lineup? Yeah, yeah, he sure did. Yep. What yep. was, his, was uh, uh, Tell me about his first game in the pros. He, he was, he was, you know, it's a, it's always a little bit of an adventure, right? I would say, you know, first game, your first year, and it's just uh, everything is everything is new, and then, and then as each game you go through, you try to draw on those past experiences because things happen quickly. But Max had some good moments where his gap was tight. He had some moments where he liked to be probably a little bit tighter. He moved the puck well at times, and then other times, uh, you know, things happen a little bit quickly. So you know, Keith McCamers does a fantastic job, uh, you know, working with our defenseman uh he's got a great uh, personal relationship and rapport with all of them you know he's got to know max and been ticked in and watched him in edmonton and then now working with him 
on a day-to-day basis. You know, he had him out on the ice in a skill session uh, today with uh, with him and uh, Camden before practice. So, um, you know, those are those are learning moments. Uh, like I said, talk about um, some things that we can teach from, uh, celebrate, and make a big deal of areas that we did well when he moves the puck well and he's got a good stick and he's physical and hard to play against, and, and keep moving forward on areas that we can get better in. Now, can I get a thought on uh, first-year winger Matt Vay Petrov, a bigger body, somebody that uh, was scoring in junior, and I wonder what kind of find he may have been deeper in a draft class. Yeah, Matt Vay, uh, you know, has is really gifted offensively. He can make some plays. He's got a, you know, he's a, he's a guy that can be a one-shot guy. Um, you know, he played some. Uh, he played a little bit between uh, Greg McKeg. He played a little bit with. Uh, with Lane Peterson, they had some good moments. Um, you know, I think what was really great about Matt Day is that uh, he, he he played hard, and uh, and he was pretty good on the wall, uh, which which is is tough when you're playing against 25, uh, 28, 32 year old. Uh, you know, and and I will tell you, Coachella Valley is is just um, you know littered with uh, with veteran veteran type players. So um, for his his first game to to see that, um, you know, he, he did some good things he created some opportunities he showed some confidence um you know the defensive part looks like he's he's trying um but the first year is going to be no different than uh in my in my guess uh Xavier Burgle there's going to be some ups and downs and then you know go go through Christmas and come back and feel more confident and uh you know we'll have a little dips and we'll have some some uh some tips and then um you know he'll be better uh, better moving forward just drawing on all those experiences and that confidence so I don't know if you crossed over with Drake Kajula when he was here before. I think you might have missed him. But uh, what what has it meant for him to come back and, and sort of reinsert himself into this organization as a veteran this time? Drake, Drake's been great. You know, he's um, he uh, he's just a buzzsaw out there. He's just working and skating and hunting and hounding and, and on pucks and uh, he's been coachable and um, you know he's just been a, a just been a really really good person as far as uh, uh, the intangibles and stuff. And that's that's what you need, right? He needs to be knocking on the door and he wants to be ready for the call when the Oilers need. Uh, but at the same time, he needs to be uh, to be having a blue collar type mentality working hard making plays when when there's time and space and and having that confidence uh, based on his experience um and you know we saw that unfortunately he went down in the first period uh, late but um you know he, he was great through camp and exhibition and uh, i think he's a real fine addition he's been been a fine young man as well last question here for condors head coach colin chalk in the farm report for wave bathroom renovations bit of a weird schedule if you ask me it must be a, a complicated task to uh, look at a, a home opener for a team and and participating in that a season opener for you guys getting all amped up and then you've got to wait a week to play game number two how do you manage that how do you keep the energy level elevated yeah it's uh it's been odd, like you, like you mentioned, uh, five games the month of October, eight games the month of November. So, you know, we we uh, we try to attack it head on and, and be truthful and transparent with our with our group and saying, hey, you know, this is time to battle, this is time to work, this is time to do extra, uh, whether it's conditioning, whether it's skills, because um, you know we got really we got uh, you know six weeks here, six to eight weeks to uh, before all of a sudden it just comes one after another. So uh, they've been really good about it. Uh, we, we've uh, uh, we've tried to break days up with uh, video sessions or uh, or 
skill sessions uh, as far as, um, you know, flooding the ice and having different themes and that kind of stuff. Uh, the players had a player event. They went uh, did a team building event uh, yesterday, you know, uh, to try to keep things fresh and, uh, and grow uh, grow the team, right? I mean, systematic and all those sorts of things, but they have to learn to, to enjoy each other, enjoy each other's company, love each other, and work for each other. Uh, and when that happens, generally, um, you know, you're, you're, you're successful on the ice. So uh, it's been a challenge, uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, when you win the first one and you got to wait, you know, another week before you play the second one, you definitely feel good about it, that's for sure. Colin, great chatting with you for the first of many times this year. I wish you all the best of luck on uh, Saturday against Ontario for your home opener, all right? Awesome. We'll take some luck. We need to be good as well. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Colin Chalk in our farm report for Wave Bathroom Renovations. Brendan Escott here with you. Reed Wilkins has stepped into the studio. We're going to step out, and then we'll tell you what's coming up on Inside Sports when we get back. Great chat with uh, Colin Chalk, who now has the task of keeping the good times going until Saturday. They played uh, Friday, and then like uh, like a football schedule would unfold. You don't play until the following Saturday, so riddle me that. Uh, Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Get their new Canadian club sandwich with chicken, ham, bacon, ranch, lettuce, and tomato. Visit royalpizza.ca. Hello, Reed Wilkins. Hello, Scott. How are you? Well, I'm doing all right. I'm glad that I've had uh, an opportunity to vent and chat with the good Ched listener about what's gone on with the Oilers. It's overreaction Monday for some, and for others, we understand that there's a bit of time that this is all going to take to marinate. It, obviously, the manner in which the, the two losses came to fruition, that's sort of what's alarming. It's the same problems as last year. Yeah, to some, well, I mean, Wednesday's game was a disaster. I mean, that was probably the worst game they've had since that 6-2 loss to Montreal in terms of just engagement level and and, and appearing to be not overly interested in the game. I I like the way Frank Cervelli put it, that you're probably going to lose, what did he say, a couple dozen games like that, the way they lost Saturday, which is fair. And, And sometimes I try to remember, let's say... You know, if it if a team wins fifty games, well, that's kind of a benchmark, I think, to say you had a really good team that year, mm-hmm. regardless of the Stanley Cup. I mean, uh, I, I would guess I'll have to double check here. I would guess there'd be several years in the NHL where the uh, President's Trophy winner barely had fifty wins. You know, I mean, I know last year Boston was way over, um, but if you win fifty games, you lost thirty-two. You know, it sounds like a lot. Now, I know with overtime losses, it's uh, it's not... You still get something out of those games. Right. So, you know, the fans don't... The purple uh, ribbon. Yeah, you get a purple ribbon. So, I mean, you got to remember how, how close it is. Uh, I mean, but definitely some things to clean up after Saturday. You know, you can't give up a 2 on 0 you got to be more aware than that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, goaltending is... A weird thing because you can always look at goals and say, "Oh, well, it was it was a good goal, or that was a nice shot, or it was a good play." But uh, when a goalie like Rob and I always say, you know, a guy will pick the corner, oh, it's a good shot. Goalie catches it in his glove. Well, maybe it was going right inside the goalpost, yeah. but you never you never knew because the goalie made the stop, right? So, I mean, they can play better. Uh, they will play better. 
and I still think they'll have uh, a pretty good a pretty good season that'll ultimately be defined by how far they go in the playoffs. Let's quickly get to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Join that three-night Montreal road trip with a private suite for the Oilers and the Habs. Call or visit newwesttravel.com. Back to 1987, Glenn Anderson has three goals and an assist. The Oilers beat the Flames 5-2 in Calgary. And of course, the Heritage Classic is coming up in uh, 13 days. That's less than two weeks. That is going to be a lot of fun. I know we're uh, making sure that we can all get in the building. Not sure where we're going to be watching it from, but we'll be in the building. What are people going to be hearing on Inside Sports tonight? First of all, I, I suspect that you you and I will be watching the Heritage Classic. On a small television? No, I think on the <laughs> giant television at the North End of Commonwealth Stadium. Oh. I think we will be... This is just my speculation and from what I'm hearing. I think we'll be on the field but not close enough to really see the game through the glass. So I think we're going to be watching it on the on that Jumbotron. Yeah, so anyway, don't, don't well, be whatever. envious of our experience. We'll be there <laughs> well, working anyway. Uh, President's Trophy winner generally has between 51 and 56 wins. There obviously are some outliers either way. So How far does that go back to? Just I'm going all the way back to 2000 and then even beyond. Okay. I mean, there's like the 62-win Red Wings, but there's 49-win teams, there's 48s. There's 56s, 55s, 53s. Give me 15 to yeah, 30 sorry. seconds on um, on the new lines. They loaded up today. Well, I mean, they, oh, could, they, could, cha- they could change by halfway through the first period. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll fair. talk a little bit about that tonight because I know it is frustrating. And I, and I got a couple uh, messages this afternoon that uh, Kellen and I will, will get to about, about the line combinations. Uh, yeah, I'll take you through that. And uh, then Morley has the Elks this week at 730. Good stuff. Reads, appreciate it. We will connect again tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, Bob is back. I guess we're setting up a hockey game, aren't we? They're playing. We're going to hear from Brian Lawton. should hear from our Inside the Game analyst on 630, Chad Rob Brown as well. Up next, you're going to hear James Dunn with a global news weather traffic update. And then, as Reed said, Inside Sports coming up. It was a blast. Thanks for tonight. We'll chat again tomorrow. Brendan Escott saying so long.